My name is Patrick J. McGinnis, and I coined the term FOMO. That's short for fear of missing out, and it's why some people end up following the crowd. But we're not like them. We're part of a new species that isn't afraid to do things differently. I call us FOMO sapiens. And this is the show where you'll meet people like us, phenomenal FOMO sapiens, to learn how they find the courage and the ideas to live exceptional lives. FOMO. FOMO. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to FOMO Sapiens, the show for people who don't just follow the crowd, but instead take their own path to success in business and in life. I'm your host, Patrick J. McGinnis, venture capitalist by day, author and podcaster by night, and of course, FOMO Sapiens 24-7. Now, if you listened last week, you heard the wonderful Agape Stasinopoulos, and she is an author. She is just a generally amazing person whose work I really like, and I just wanted to share with you. Now, if you haven't heard that episode, please go back and listen because part one's so good. Part two, I think is even better, but still, you gotta listen to part one before you get to part two. Just a reminder, she's the author of Wake Up to the Joy of You. She's also the author of Unbinding the Heart, and her brand new book is called Speaking with Spirit. So just check them out. And what I did is actually really cool. She, she actually, you can sign up for her newsletter. She sends out these meditations. You can download them on Amazon. They're good. They're really good. And I just put them on and you might even fall asleep and not because they're boring. It's very relaxing. Now in part two of our interview, we're going to be talking about some interesting stuff. We're going to start with a conversation about scarcity and abundance. This is just something that Agapi brought up to me and wanted to talk about, and we get into it and her take on, you know, we live in this world where we have lots of things, but yet people feel that they don't have anything. And so like, what is scarcity was abundance? It's a little metaphysical, but I think it's important to understand that continuum. That's how you make it through every day of your life. And she has a great take on that. We're going to be talking about entrepreneurship, how to manage the ups and downs, the anxiety, the fear, the rejection. And finally, Agape is going to read one of her meditations. So if you're doing this while you're driving, if you're listening to this show, I don't recommend it because it might make you so relaxed, well, that it won't be very safe to drive. I don't think so, but still, it could happen. All right. <laughs> now I have one small ask. Again, as you did last week, just share this with somebody, especially if you know somebody who is an entrepreneur who is stressed. Agape is good advice for them. All right, and now onto the interview. Now, we already dispensed of my usual question about formative decisions, so we're just going to jump right in with a conversation about abundance and scarcity starting now. FOMO. So, Agapi, we were talking before as we were getting ready to for the interview about this notion of scarcity and abundance and a continuum of those things. And I wanted you to, to share that with us because I think it's it's an important it's an important thing to think about yes. in our times. You know, that's why I, I absolutely love, love your message, because I think you nail it of how this FOMO uh, entered the, the stratosphere mm -hmm. of our consciousness at a specific time, you know, because there was a time when we didn't have that because mm -hmm. we were all in survival. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's a luxury, you know. And um, I look at it this way, that imagine there are two trains, and you're in the platform and the one train says, scarcity and luck, I don't have enough, I'm not enough. Mm. And there is another train on the right side that says, abundance, fullness, I am complete and whole just as I am. I am a masterpiece 
and a work in progress. That's the other train. And then there's a platform in the middle. And you get on the wrong train. I mean, to me, the scarcity train is the wrong train to get Mm -hmm. in. And we all get on that because one thought can just escalate and say, oh, go do that train because you're not enough. And it's the critical voice in us and it is the collective voice in us and it is the voice of social media. Mm -hmm. And it can happen... In one millimeter of a second, you know, something doesn't go your way. Somebody says no to you. And you suddenly feel, uh, oh, I'm not good enough because something didn't go your way. Mm. You know, somebody said no or you have a decision to make and and you're coming from that place of scarcity. And it's easy to do because we look at, you know, your, uh, your bank account can make you feel that way. Your social calendar can make you feel that way. Your work, the news can make you feel that way. But how to elevate and come to the consciousness of abundance is a practice. And the easiest way, Patrick, to get to, to leave that train and go to the other train and cross the platform is prayer. And what I mean by prayer is as literally right now as we're speaking, unless you're driving, don't do that, but take the palms of your hand and put them in your heart. And take a deep breath and feel your breath filling your lungs, your heart, your spine. Feel this breath coming all the way and being anchored in your feet. Literally feel them in the soles of your feet. And as you receive the next breath, receive it. Don't take the breath because we are actually receiving the breath. And as you receive the breath, move up in a circular way above your head and all the way down and exhale and come into peace, come into calmness, find the sweet spot in you. You can literally visualize a lake, a calm lake in front of you. You can visualize being on a mountaintop really high up. You can visualize being on a rooftop of a building, your building. You can visualize being in an air balloon floating up. Just see in your mind's eye being in a perspective, elevated state of frame of mind and anchor that in your heart. And start to feel gratitude that you are breathing, that you're alive, that you're well. And from that place, ask for what it is you want. Right now, maybe you want Um, greater health, greater peace. You want to receive more money. You want an upgrade into your life. Do you want a new place to live? Do you want more love? You want better communication? You want to express something that's unexpressed that you haven't said? You want more companionship? You want to know that you are not alone. Really name it. Come into presence in yourself and and be tender and kind to yourself and say, what do I want more of? And bring it in your consciousness and ask for that and ask to receive it. Ask yourself to be willing to open to receive this and just ask that consciousness in you that knows you that breathes you, that is bringing you alive to show you 
the way to get what it is you want more of. Maybe it is an action you need to take. Maybe it's a phone call. Maybe it is asking someone specific. Be proactive in creating what it is you want. And find that power in you. And feel more joy and more settled. Be settled with you right now. And send this message to the rest of your day. Send it like a beam of light that's coming in and it's going to create the rest of your day and the next day and your projects and your adventures and your communications and your relationships. Just charge them with this positive, higher vibration energy. And breathe it in, anchor it in your heart. Exhale, and gently, if your eyes were closed, you can open your eyes and see if something has changed in your space around you and in your mind. So make a practice Mm. to come into presence and into prayer. That's what I call prayer. And the more we practice it, Patrick, the more we build that muscle, the more in an instant... You know, like this morning, I said to you, I was coming to you and my Uber was down. And I, for a moment, you know, I started to get anxious. And I went, Agapi, presence, come presence. I called, you know, the guy that helps us usually, who works with Ariana, he wasn't there. And I called one of my best friends who's in Connecticut. I said, can you get me an Uber? <laughs> you could have called me. And then of course, I could have called you, exactly. And then I came here and he said, your Uber is down. Agapi, let me set it up again. You know, I mean, this is such a small little thing in life, but, you know, you could go on, on, the, air, on, on the airport and your flight is delayed or you're running late or a meeting is canceled. What do you do? Which, which train do you go? Yeah. Which Choose your train and get into the right train. Yeah, and what I love, I think, is the, the thing that I'll, I'll remember from this because I've learned to do this over time when things you know slow down, stop. But I love that you're connecting the internal intention with action. That's really important. And then also, I was thinking to myself, the funny thing is like the train to scarcity, the ticket's way more expensive than the train to abundance. And the seats are not comfortable. Oh my God, I love that. I'm going to use that. Thank you. All right, there I Or you're standing you. room only. Yeah, it's not good. And it's bumpy. There's no Cabernet Sauvignon with a little cheese plate. Absolutely. And the view, God, it's awful. Yeah. It's like all destroyed buildings and everything. Yeah. While the view from the other train is trees and forests yeah. and lakes and mountains. It's like going to Switzerland. Exactly. <laughs> Let's get for a ride to the higher Abundance country. train, leaving now. Leaving now, <laughs> Abundance train. Will you join us, Patrick and Agapi? Thank you. See you there. FOMO. Tudo bem, meus queridos FOMO sapiens? Now that right there was Portuguese. And as you know, I love speaking foreign languages. But I'm not alone. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off that list with Babbel the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. 
Now, FOMO sapiens, you know I speak four languages, and it takes work to stay on top of them, especially with French. C'est difficile. But with Babbel, I'm able to practice practical conversations that I can actually use in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash FOMO. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash FOMO. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash FOMO. Rules and restrictions may apply. FOMO. Now, Agapi, I want to ask you a question, which is this. You spend a lot of time with entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. You and your sister both are entrepreneurial people. You run in a circle of entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs are, you know, they have a lot of ups and downs. And a lot of our listeners are entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. And so this is really, you know, this is something that people struggle with. And entrepreneurs are more prone to have ups and downs. Anxiety, insecurity, fear, fear, yes. fear, fear. Totally. Talk, tell us, for people, who I, I know right now, some of you are thinking to yourself, like, how do I get from the fear place to the non-fear place? Well, everything that happens in our lives and everything that doesn't happen, to me, is a setup to awaken to who we are. Mm-hmm. So you've got to get into perspective. Because I, for me, it's like for years and years, I didn't get the parts I wanted as an actress. So every no and every rejection that I got led me to digging deeper into agape and finding out what is agape, who is agape, uh, what is my purpose. And my purpose was, can I awaken? Can I awaken a little more? Mm. And to this day, every day, that is, can I use what's happening or not happening that I want? And I mean, there are many experiences that I've had of where you have amazing meetings, you think this is it. You know, whether it's a project or, or a fundraiser, and you go, oh my God, this meeting was amazing. I know they're going to give me the money. And then nothing happens. They ghost <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> they ghost it's you. They so call. true. And, you know, you, you call the people and, and you say, what happened? Yeah. You know? Don't ghost people, everybody. That's Don't, not nice. I mean, it's nice to just at least say, you know, I thought we were going to do this, but it's not going to work. You know, you know, and I, I always do that yeah. with people. I said, I, same. But, other people don't do that. So you can totally collapse. Because you and I got ghosted a lot. So now we don't ghost people. That's probably what happened. Exactly. Oh, my God. When you take a lot of, listen, when you throw a lot of balls or you take a lot of, I'm going to try to do some, I'm going to mess up a sports analogy. But, you know, you take a lot of shots at goal, you're going to have a lot of ghosting. That's, that's yes, just how it is. Yes, exactly. So I, I have a principle in my life, which is I don't try to do life alone. Mm. I don't have to prove that I, I, I can do it all by myself. I ask for a lot of help. I um, delegate a lot. And I, I do the things that I'm good at. So I encourage all of you who are entrepreneurs, find your source. Find where is, where is the source of your confidence. Find mentors. Find people you feel safe with so we are having a bad day or something happened that shook you or or you feel inner pressure you're driving and you're feeling you're gonna burn out or you're trying to sell your company and it's not happening and you can get so discouraged and I have a whole chapter on overcoming discouragement or disappointment my god disappointment upon this and then how do you move on when you're disappointed Mm. so you're coming back to your daily practice, whether it is meditation or prayer or 
reverence or looking up in the sky and saying, I'm not alone, I'm not alone. I uh, have a power in me that is 36 trillion cells that are making you. I ask that this power right now shower me, protect me, fill me. Let me experience that. Write it down in, in a journal. Write your negative, fearful thoughts and burn them. Use techniques, tools, but speak it for God's sake and be aware if you are walking around life with a tight fist and mm. say, I'm going to make it this, mm. and you're pushing it, or if you are comparing yourself, or if you want to go into your next level before you've established yourself on this level, watch what you're doing to yourself. Because if you are not living in joy and and calmness, if you are living in anxiety, you got to do the inner work. And you know what that is. I can tell you what Agape did. Patrick can tell you what Patrick is doing. Um, I can tell you my processes. That's why I wrote these books. That's why I have these meditations. Mm -hmm. Everything I learn, I share. You know, I watch my, my sister, who is amazing, because she's got a, always a lot of challenges with running a company, and she used to run Huffington Post. And I watch her, and so much of it is that, can you stay unflappable? Can you stay elevated? Can you forgive yourself when you're reactive? Can you forgive yourself when you've made a mistake? My God, I should have never had these people. I've heard over and over people saying, I should have never sold my company to these people. They are terrible. They are ruining my company. I should have never listened to this person's advice. Hey, yes, we're all done that. I should have never done that. You know, but forgiveness is a great key. Letting go of disappointment is a great key. Renewing yourself every day, resetting yourself, and doing the discipline. Discipline means disciple. That's what you mean, mm -hmm. discipline. Mm -hmm. Doing the things because you are bonding with something larger than yourself. That, my friends, is the greatest message I can give you. For me... Uh, 25 years ago, I was producing a big project, a movie that didn't work out. The, the director screwed us up royally. We had already paid him. He's now dead, Franco Zeffirelli. Oh, God boy. bless him. It was a Maria Kala story. Oh. And I had a Greek uh, financier who had put the money. I got a deal with New Line Cinema. I went to my Greek producer and I said, listen, I got this great deal. He didn't like it. He didn't agree with this and that and everything. And, and he said to me, I'm not going to do it with them. And I said, listen, his name was Jimmy. Jimmy, I, uh, Jimmy the Greek, Jimmy, <laughs> I have to do it with them because there's no one else right now. And he said, well, you go do it on your own because I'm your partner and you can't do it on your own because we have $28,000 in legal fees and how are you going to pay that? Mm. And I turned to him and I never forget it. And I said, you're not my partner. God is my partner. <laughs> you, you are my partner on this level here, but God is my partner. He looked at me like, where is this woman coming? And I remember when I said it, I shook. So I, God is my partner to me is anchored right here. Right. Now, if it's not God, it's the source, the universe, the I am, the om, the big blind, the sky, my breath, my whatever it is, you are not alone. And if you think you're, you are doing it alone, do you ever um, look in the mirror and you, and you go, oh my God, who made these bones? Who made this hair? Who made these nails? Who digests your food? 
who moves you. There is a force in us, whatever you call it. Science, I don't care, define, call it whatever it is, but bond with that. That's an, a power that my mother used to say, trust in your life. Trust in your life is for you. Life is for you. And I was raised with that, Patrick. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. And again, in my books, I tell the stories of how my mother fought the Nazis and told them to put the guns down in the Second World War because they were attacking the Red Cross. And my mother stood up in perfect German and said, put the guns down, you cannot shoot here. I said, I saw three guns, machine guns go down. You think I'm afraid of um, money or, or um, making things happen? I mean, that Greek chutzpah, I want to radiate it and infuse anybody who is listening, find your chutzpah. And send me an email, agapi at unbindingtheheart.com. Agapi at unbindingtheheart.com. If you are struggling, read this book, because I wrote these books with that consciousness in mind. Can I help people overcome? For me, my whole life has been about overcoming. FOMO. FOMO. I, I want to say something, which is that occurred to me as you were speaking. You talked about the fact that you went out for all these roles in Hollywood and to be an actress. And, you know, all these movies had screenwriters writing scripts. But those would have been totally wasted on you because you had to write your own script to say. Beautiful. Right? Oh, my God. So beautiful. It is true, though. I mean, it, it would be wasted words. You were the writer. You, it's like I learned about this um, concept recently. It's the self-authorship. And it's like a third of people are, what, are called self-authors, which is like... They don't, and, and, and it's, you can look it up on the internet because I can't remember exactly. I think it's Keegan is who came up with it. But the idea is that, you know, most people define themselves on external stuff, but there is a percentage of people who just sort of say, well, whatever, like, I don't really care what the mean kid said. I know kind of, I know what I'm doing. I know why I'm here. Yes. And the self authorship yes. thing, which is a new, I'd never heard that concept. When I heard, I was oh like, my God. that Amazing. is nice. If you can think about that, because that's the, that's the, the, that is the power within that says, I don't really care if people think it's weird that I meditate. I don't really care if when I quit my job, people think, oh, he doesn't work at Goldman Sachs anymore or whatever. Yes. It's that, that is such a power. It's, and it's hard. Very hard. Very powerful. hard. Well, it's very hard and, and to stand in your own knowing of your truth. Mm. And it's even harder to stand and you don't really know your truth. Mm. And, um, I think the self-authorship is incredible concept and truth. And obviously, to get there, it, it, you have to really unwind and, and discover and unearth and bring forward what is your blueprint. And that's why I'm a very big advocate in writing things down and letting your subconscious guide you. And listen, there are amazing teachers out there. I mean, there is ancient wisdom, obviously. I mean, you just open any book of, of you know, uh, Emerson and Thoreau and Shakespeare and uh, uh, the Iliad. I mean, there is just uh, Homer and, um, and, and Gandhi, and there are teachers who if you, and, and read about these incredible beings on this planet and let alone the mystics, you know, from, from Buddha to Moses to, to Krishna. I mean, religions who brought us truths, not the rituals, mm -hmm. but the essence. So 
in, be inspired by many and find your mentors and then unravel. And of course it's not easy, but I do believe, um, and especially for young kids right now, it's such a difficult time because of the social media and, and the, the temptations out there of everything. But call on your spirit, call on your power, call on your soul every day and be um, vigilant to the destructions. I mean, it's just, um, I think what to discover, to eventually do your own life standing in your own truth is an incredible journey. And it's a journey worth taking. And it's a lifetime journey. And it's a lifetime. It never ends. No, no. And, that, and that's, the, that's the thing about it is that is you go for, in the beginning, it can feel a little weird and it can feel uncomfortable. And that's when you know that you're in the right spot. Exactly. But the more time you spend, and I think about this like, I mean, I'm certainly not the most metaphysical person in the world, but I've taken a little trip down that. And I feel like I'm learning every day. And, and by the way, I want to mention to folks, it's Robert Keegan is self-authorship theory. And it is um, from 1994. Now, Agapi, we're, we're drawing to a close here. And I wanted to ask you to end, maybe if you would consider reading us something else, and then just give me a little advice to folks on how to use your work because there's a lot of different ways to engage with it but yes i imagine a lot of people here are saying i want more agape yeah <laughs> i love that so i want more agape too <laughs> so my please. god i love that um i i say uh as you read those last two books wake up to the joy of you uh and speaking with spirit keep them by your bedside and you can uh, a lot of people write to me and they say I open this book in the morning before I start my day at night and it's the perfect chapter I need to see because in Speaking with Spirit, for example, you will get anything from your Bigger Than Your Fear, chapter 25, the discouragement trap, mm. chapter 26, uh, chapter 28, reframing failure to your advantage, um, chapter 16, the hidden gifts of being alone, it's endless, resetting your balance. You can kick the worry habit. When you shut others out, you shut yourself down. Um, I, the, the, um, the plague of separation, how awful it feels to feel angry and separate from somebody. The gift of praying for others, finding your people to compare is to despair. I mean, they're, 50, they're very practical. Very, very practical, yeah, that's Patrick. Nice. Yeah. And everything I say is gratitude, the key to happiness and fulfillment. It is the key to uh, finding the daily practice of where uh, life is specific and practical. So spirit comes and meets you in your daily activities. Mm. It's not, you know, when you meditate. It is integrating it when you are getting dressed and you're going to your meetings and you're doing your emails and you are planning a gathering or you are raising money or you are connecting with your partner or you're talking to your children or you feel stressed because your parents were diagnosed with an illness. I mean, it is life is very, very real. And that's where we want the spirit to come. So not to come, we invite the spirit to come in that realness of our life, you know. Yeah. So in reading these books, in doing the prayers, in 
uh, reading things loud. Read the prayers aloud to yourself. They're mm. powerful. They carry the energy. Listen to the guided meditations. Listen to the audiobooks. And that's where I feel also the voice helps people heal and carries them forward. Oh, God, I feel enthusiastic. And now I'm going to read you this beautiful prayer called Reviving Your Enthusiasm for Each New Day, Chapter 10. So I'll read you some part of it. Dear beloved, today is not just another day that piles on from yesterday. Today is a brand new day because I'm breathing, I'm alive, and I can tap into endless possibilities. And how grand is that? Just like the weather is never the same, things in nature are always changing, and everything is moving in the universe. I welcome this brand new day, and I ask that I may look at this day with brand new eyes, and assuming it, it will be, and, and not assuming it will be like yesterday. So revive my enthusiasm and let the spirit spill over into everything I do without taking for granted the little miracles of life or forgetting to be grateful for every little thing, most of all, the gift of my life. So it goes on, but I'll just finish it by saying, help me trust that I am one breath away from knowing that the conditions of my life can be transformed with the power of the Spirit to experience more grace, more ease, more loving, and yes, more joy. I dare to let my heart soften and open up to more love. So be it. All right. The books are Speaking with Spirit and Wake Up to the Joy of You. If you want to find out more about Agape, you can check out our Instagram, which is very good. It's at, at Agape Sees, A-G-A-P-I-S-E-E-S, or head to this website, wakeuptothejoyofyou.com. And I want to leave everybody with one big phrase mm. that I have anchored in my heart, anticipate joy, anticipate goodness. Whatever you're doing right now, as you're about to go to your next thing, whatever it is, anticipate joy, wonderful, amazing things will happen to you today. I got these Sassanopoulos. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you so much for having me. I just loved just uh, connecting heart to heart with you. You are a gem. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. FOMO. If you like today's show, please be sure to rate it and recommend it to your friends. And as always, you can find me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis, on Twitter at PJ McGinnis, and on the web at FOMOSapiens.com or PatrickMcGinnis.com, where you can get all kinds of free resources to live a more decisive and entrepreneurial life. FOMO Sapiens is recorded in New York City. Theme music is by Mike McGinnis, and editing and post-production is by Josh Elstro. If you like today's show, please be sure to rate it and recommend it to your friends. And as always, you can find me at FOMOSapiens.com and at PatrickMcGinnis.com. To advertise on FOMO Sapiens, reach out to contact at FOMOSapiens.com. FOMO.